So welcome everybody to the Love of Books podcast. We are your hosts, Lucy and Cindy. The episode is dedicated to Truly Devious, a novel by Maureen Johnson. Okay, so this is a book I recommended to Sid, um, Cindy to read yeah. and stuff. And this is a little bit of the synopsis or, you know, uh, the telling of the book. Um Leeham Academy is a famous private school in Vermont for the brightest thinkers, inventors, and artists. It was founded by Albert Ellingham, a early 20th century typhoon who wanted to make a wonderful place full of riddles, twisted paths, and gardens. A place, he said, where learning is a game. Shortly after the school is open, his wife and daughter were kidnapped. The only real clue was a mocking riddle listing methods of murder, signed with the frightening pseudonym, Truly Devious. It became one of the great, great unstopped crimes of American history. True aficionado, Stevie Bell is set to begin her first year at Leeham Academy, and she has an ambitious plan. She will solve this cold case. That is, she will solve the case when she gets a grip on her demanding new school life, and her housemates, the inventor, the novelist, the actor, the artist, and the jokester. But something strange is happening. Truly Devious makes a surprise return, and death revisits Ilham Academy. The past has crawled out of his grave. Someone has gotten away with murder. So, uh, this is my first book ever regarding the author itself. And, you know, I'm into my phase of, you know, mystery, thriller, you know, um, murder. However, I did like this book because it was to take place in um, an academy setting. So I always liked that, um, a setting, remoteness. And stuff. And obviously kids, so I think that's where I tolerate more adult, uh, young adult books and such. So, Cindy, uh, let's start off. So. How did you end up liking this book or not? Okay, I <laughs> I have to say I loved it. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. Um <laughs> definitely um right off the bat of four rating on this four on this first book. Um I like yourself, I did like the uh, what captured me to this book was the mystery crime solving. And I do like that it's it's not so serious like a thriller book. It, I like that there's a little bit of fun into it. Like it's almost like a Sherlock Holmes, which Sherlock Holmes is um um it's referenced to a lot in this book. Um, and I love Sherlock Holmes. Like, I like that it's fun. It's like a smart ass kind of like detective and it's fun. And, and but it's still that mystery of solving murder, solving like all this stuff. So I was intrigued by, you know, by that. And then once I started reading the book and finding out about all these characters and stuff like that, it just it just reeled me in. And I know. We didn't talk about moving forward with the additional books, which there's five complete uh, books in this and a sixth one in the making or will come out later this year. Uh-huh. Um, but I was like, I need to, I, I need to read them all. Like I need to I need to keep <laughs> going. <laughs> so I know I texted you like, hey, I moved on. Like I actually watched like I started listening to the second one. And I have to say my favorite character 
in this book is Nate. I've, I oh, started yes. on this. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know if his character changes throughout the books, but as far as even as far as I've gone into the second book, he's still the same. He seems to be part of the good like the the good crowd come almost like neutral but it's not so neutral where he's like blending into the background like he has a role to play in this book and i really 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 love him um i i just like that he's just very like i don't know he's chill but he's nice but he doesn't want to be like okay i'm your friend but let's 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 keep it at an arm's distance i thought you know i i just really love love his character um i know this is spoiler from the say from the second book but i did really laugh out loud i did really laugh like i laughed in the car because i was listening to but in book i i like them and i and like there's this one section in in book two which is a spoiler talk alert where two, talk, talk about book one <laughs> that's what we're I talking about here but it was so funny like i i like that he um that he was really nice as a friend and took her to the dance and i like how even though he's yeah. like even though he's like standoffish i guess like where he just wants to be alone but not alone <laughs> that he went along with her when he was when she um was trying to solve the mystery of um nash um and he and she's um kind of interviewing ellie and how she how stevie yeah. like looks at nate and nate's like okay i know where you're going with this like it's almost like that best friend kind of relationship without being best friends so i really love his character I have to admit okay so like you know the inventor is her best friend janelle you know and the novelist yeah. is nate Okay, the actor is, um, I don't know who they consider the actor. I mean, you know, it could be uh, Element or uh, Hayes and stuff because he's a YouTuber and stuff. The artist, um, that could be um, Element, I guess. And, stuff. and then obviously the jokester and that's uh, David, you know, he's the most like, well, the act. Well, elements the artist. You could say moody. Yeah, that's why. That's what I yeah. said. You oh, said, I'm sorry. I think you said actress. Stuff. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. So, you know, she comes to this school, obviously having some social skills, but she's obviously not social. She's, you know, she suffers from anxiety. She's an introvert, and obviously, she's a amateur sleuth when it comes to true crime and stuff. And that was her ticket in. Remember, the school is not, not always for elites, but there is no tuition. You merely have to state your case in order for you to be admitted into this um, very popular and rich school, which was done by this typhoon back in, you know, early 20th century um, and stuff. So you could say, Nate, he wrote a book, remember? He's a he's a publishing artist, so and he made success, and that's why he was admitted into um, the school. Obviously, Element, she is very uh, um, uh, talented artist. Uh, Janelle, very very um, intelligent uh, engineer that she wants to be, and so. But we don't know what David is. You know what he got how he was able to get in even though like there's some uh, evidence that he could be 
like a computer kind of genius, but you know, he's standoffish. Uh, and obviously Hayes is um YouTuber. He's famous for being yeah. YouTube. And that's where like this whole the first book, you know, Tubes Devious starts at, you know, we're we're giving into each uh each person's each character's um background in the sense and what they're doing there at the school and how they're coming together. Remember, they're all roommates, they're all living in the same house, like different people live in different houses around the campus. So they live in the Minerva house. And this is where all it leads to. So um, you know, as the description tells, there's a murder, uh, an unsolved murder from the founder and his family that is still haunting that place. But what, and that's what Stevie's trying to concentrate on. But, you know, they get thrown a curveball that one of their classmates ends up dying, you know, and people say it's an accident, but she believes it's intentional. It looks intentional. Type in. So that's where the investigation comes into play. And I, I love the the set the scenery that it's set upon okay and even though these are young kids I do like the personalities each each individual one even though like David's giving me the off you know um thinking he's looking like to be the possible um main character like the interest of Stevie uh and so he still has his qualities but I'm waiting to see how he's going to be in the other books. But Nate, you're absolutely right. Nate and Janelle are like my favorites and stuff because they're like the, they're really, um, really partners with Stevie, even though they try to talk her out of stuff, but they let her do her own thing as well, you know? So they're like a conscience, but not like they're confining her. It's, she still gets into trouble. She still gets into like, you know, these situations, but they help her out. So I like that tight knit kind of um, friendship that they're developing and such. So um, in this, you, did you read it or did you listen to it? I listened to it. Okay. So it was an audiobook. Okay. So you got into it. I think it's, um, how long was this book? I want to nine hours. Okay. See, so, um, this wasn't a bad, I think it's standard for, you know, these types of long books. Not, they're not long, but they're standard. This is standard. Eight hours. Any book can be written in like eight hours and such. I actually heard the entire book in one day because that's how intrigued I was by it. Now, don't get me wrong. This, it takes a while, but like you're invested in it. That's why it got me. Like these kids, they're their things and stuff some people criticize it for being like long-winded like you know you take it too long let's get back into it I'm like you gotta remember this is this is not a standalone this is a series okay yeah so yeah the author's gonna take her time building up the plot you know and this book was left on a cliffhanger you know yes it was <laughs> so yeah so it, that's why Cindy and I it intrigued us so much that we ended up starting the second book and stuff uh Cindy uh, you're you're into the second book, right? Yes, I just started. I'm like about maybe an hour in. Um, okay. I, I have to say, yes, you can hear this book in a day, but I also speed up. So if you have like, I, I'm, I'm assuming every audio, every audio right. has the the 
the preference of listening to listening to a certain speed of the book. I know I have mine like a little bit faster just because I was testing it out and I felt that I paid more attention with the narrator or with the book being a little bit faster than at like a normal steady tone. Um, and I think because it's going faster, my brain's like, you got to pay attention. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I, I did audio and it took me maybe half a day to finish this book. So you, so this book really can be the length that you want it to be. But I think whether you have it at a normal speed, a higher speed, I personally think it's worth listening to. I do like the kind of cliffhanger it was left in um, where you have all your like kind of suspicions, like the, like the, you know, like the game clue where you're writing down all the key points to every suspect um, and what the motive would have been for everybody. But I like that it doesn't give you, um, it doesn't give you the murder and then it continues to another book. I like that the investigation is still going um, and that it's gonna take its time with it. So I like it. I, I like how the book ended. I like how it's transitioned to the next one. Um, and I think, I mean, obviously you wanna read these, these books like in order, but yeah. the way that in the second book, everything is like recap, not like in one chapter, everything's recap, but I like the way that they sectioned it off and they're recapping what happens in the first book. I really feel like you could, if you stumble upon this book, or if you start this book at book two, three, it'll be easy for you to, um, to just start wherever you pick up, um, at least that's the sense that I get in book two, which I think that's good. But obviously, if you don't read the book in order or if you don't read like book one or two or three or whatever that case is, um, you're missing all the like little tidbits of what happens to them throughout their, you know, journey in the school. Yes, there is a lot of people and it's linear in the sense of what we see Stevie and her gang, you know, at school doing and what they encounter and stuff. But in between this book, we get glimpses of the past. We get glimpses of um, Albert, um, Ellingham, his wife, um, and the people that were around that time, like, you know, um, FBI reports, you know, you're being read the, 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 the conversations that they were having when they were investigating that. So you get that in between too, because remember she, even though something like, you know, something happens to one of her classmates and, you know, she gets suspicious and she's trying to solve that, you know, because she can't do anything else. But she's also, you know, seeing that this other murder, this unsolved uh, crime happened and, you know, it's linear in that sense. And they collide later on, but, you know, it you get, that's how the book is written and stuff. And I don't think you get confused on that. However, I think one thing, I would say that I did get confused because there's several people that are being named and what they are and what they did and stuff like that. That I had to really pay attention because, you know, when like these investigative um, reports are being read to me and stuff, I'm like, wait a minute, who is this one? Who, who, who is this one? I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> supposed to be um, the, the 
private investigator that Eliham yeah. um, had. It's like, oh, no, this is supposed to be with the wife's friend that was there. And then they interviewed the, you know, uh, people that were involved in it. So I think that's where you have to pay attention to names. Really important. Pay attention mm-hmm. to names. Um, it's a, but um, remember, it, it it's a slow burn in the beginning, but you, you, once you get over this first book, which you won't be disappointed, I think it's okay and stuff, you jump into the second one and then continue on to the third and stuff, um, it, you'll get more of how she's able to do this. More character development, I could say, or like how she ends up solving um, this entire, you know, case and such and what is happening at Ingham Academy. So if you think like, oh my God, like this book is taking forever. Um, I think you won't be disappointed if you get through it, you pay attention to it and you jump into second book. I think that's where it takes off. But yeah, for, I for this one, yeah, for this one, it, yeah. I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Start it off. <laughs> yeah, I I would recommend it. I to me, you know what? To me, it wasn't a slow read. It wasn't a slow start to me. Uh-huh. I like I said, I I I typically like these kind of books. Uh-huh. So to me, I liked it. I I thought it was uh, like I, I don't know. I didn't think it was a slow start to be honest with you. I think they were introducing all the characters and a little bit about everything, which is expected if it's a series. Uh-huh. Um, and I think and I. And I think one of the things that I did like is that she's solving a a really big murder and then she starts solving a little murder. <laughs> like not a little murder, but then like side stuff has starts happening. It's not just focused on one big thing or the big murder. So I do like that she still has to be or there's still a life of the now and she's just not focused on one thing when she gets to the school. So I do like that, that they're incorporating other stories in it. I like I said, I really, really love this book. Um, I just started reading the second one and I know I'm going to finish this whole series maybe by the end of the week. Um, but uh, I would recommend it. I give it a four out of five stars. Um, and I would even go as too far as to buying this books for later read again or oh, really? for okay. to listen. Yeah, I, re- I don't know okay. why I really love these books. Yeah, I think Nate did it for me. If I oh. could choose a boyfriend, <laughs> Nate would be my boyfriend. <laughs> Even though he's only concentrating on reading and writing his book, yeah, writing he can write because he has writer's block. So that's why he's yeah. like, I can't, I can't read. Like, I maybe that yeah. his first book is his only success. You yeah. know, I'm like, I, I think I've heard that from any uh, many potential uh, fictional writers, and I think real yeah. writers go through that stuff too. And stuff, but yeah, he he has that that um it's not depressing but it's like down he doesn't have a sunny disposition and stuff he just totally concentrated but he is the voice of reasoning when it comes to stevie and janelle and like the whole gang and stuff like he's the voice of reasoning um so there has to be someone there the other also janelle has a voice of reasoning but she's more adventurous she's like sunny and she's very preparative um you know, and she's smart because she wants to become an engineer and, and stuff. So, like, everybody has their own personality. And the fact that they're young adults and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, this is how I imagine it. You know how I um, saw this book? Now, this book came out in 2018. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
a few years old. However, um, people who have seen Wednesday, you know, the Netflix show oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah stuff, that's what it, I thought. Yes, it gives off these vibes. You know, Wednesday is, you know, solving, uh, uh, she's solving cases because it's bringing up her parents. Obviously, the, the murders that are happening currently at school and stuff, someone is covering up and stuff. So if you're a fan of Wednesday, uh, the Netflix series, you're going to like these books. It's exactly the same setting. It's a school. It's young adults. And they have the same personalities, you know, that you're coming across. And remember, this book came out before Wednesday came out. So I'm not saying that Tim Burton copied it. I'm just saying that there is similarities. You know, yes, I mean, they exactly. cannot. It's kind of uh -huh. similarities to the Wednesday, to the Harry Potters, to like anything yes. that's like young adult. Um, I'm not going to say Twilight because we're not going to go there. But yeah, um, <laughs> but no, but it is similar to to the Harry Potters and to the Wednesday, um, except that these kids do not have superpowers at all. They're just, no, they're just smart. really they're just... smart. Yeah, they're yes. really smart at a specific thing or they're really wealthy, which is a little bit more grounding because you do have you've had classmates. So, you know, people who are very, very they're geniuses they are very smart or, you know, of like the elite people that have like a lot of money so that's the only difference here and I think that's why maybe I like it a little bit more because it is something that that is possible you know like you can imagine yourself a little bit more going to a school like this than you know like a Wednesday or like like a Harry Potter where it's like they they're supernatural basically so that's that's the only difference but um uh, and this book isn't so dark. Like Stevie isn't no, yeah. depressing or anything. She's, um, you know, she she is more of a loner, but she's not a yeah. loner because she wants to be a loner. She's more loner because of what her parents do. That's what I felt from the book. Um, and because nobody really likes, I guess in her hometown or her school, nobody was into true crime the way that she was. So that's why she's a little bit of a loner. But when she came to the school, like she made the effort to make friends and to help and to talk and all of this. So you can tell that she's really coming into her own and that she's able and capable of making friends. So she's, she's definitely not like Wednesday's character at all. So, but it does give the feel of being in a school remote place and, um, just all these characters coming together. So that did kind of, um, that, that was something that I did feel, um, a little bit, like you said, that it does remind you of that. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to get everybody like a, a, a visual comparison. And so like, if you've seen Wednesday, you know, you were a fan of the Adamses and then, uh, ended up seeing Wednesdays and you found it like entertaining, like, yeah, you know, so that like, this is, this is in the same world. Okay. Same kind of plot in the sense that you got kids at a remote school solving like these mystery things. Um, and that's basically how you would describe Wednesday and that's how you will describe this book. But obviously the changes and stuff. So that's why I, I enjoyed it. I gave it a three and stuff. And that's, and, and that's typically how my ratings are, however, but you won't be disappointed if you continue on into the series. Okay. Um, it grips you. I gripped me. 
uh, and stuff. And yeah. that's why I was able to continue <laughs> immediately, immediately after. So I'm glad that um, this book stumbled onto um, my um, search. Um, the, the description that I read earlier, it, it caught me, you know, it, it was the academy, really, you know, and then true crime aficionado. So that was two two check marks right there. So that's why I gave it a world and I wasn't disappointed. Um, so I do hope that uh, viewers um, check our recommendation. It's a good one. Go ahead, do it. If you're fans of any of those three things that we mentioned and stuff, I think you'll, you'll find it interesting enough. You know, if it doesn't meet that level of thing, at least you read it and it's not even a difficult read. So I don't think you would have lost that much. <laughs> I, I rated a four and like Lucy said, go read it. Good recommendation. It has everything you you want in a book to keep keep it keep it going and it does capture you. Yes, it does. It does. So with that, we end this um episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We are your hosts, uh Lucy and Cindy. And thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye.